Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 60 of the Ask the Coach show, where Ping Skills answers your table tennis questions. In today's episode, we discuss practicing the pendulum serve and how to start using it in matches, the angle of your bat during a forehand topspin, which serve is best for an attacker, and some problems a ping skiller is having with a new bat. As always, Super Coach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Yes, good to see you this morning. Yeah, yeah, I'm very good, thank you. I'm excited for the new show. Got some good questions, as always. As always. That's right. Yes. So, um, first up, though, we need to look at the Ping Skillers question um, from last Friday, which was, what is your favourite activity apart from table tennis? Well, what about you, Jeff? This is That's an easy one, right? It is an easy one at the moment. I'm, at the moment, I'm trying to learn the Yao method to solve the 4x4 uh, Rubik's Revenge. Right. And I'm, uh, well, this is probably isn't my favourite activity, but look what he's got me into. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, yes, spent a little bit of time yesterday on the Rubik's Cube, but uh, probably for me, just being out in the garden and digging holes and planting trees and watering and all that sort of stuff, that's uh, that's how I spend my uh, my spare time, so that's me. Excellent. It's good that you enjoy doing that because you, you need to do quite a bit of that. <laughs> I do, I do, that's right. <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, let us know when you've uh, got that Rubik's Cube perfectly solved in your head and you can uh, or memorise how to do it in your head. No problems. All right, good. All right, now we do have a Ping Skillers question of today. Um, I can't see it on my list, but the question is, what is the mo what do you think are the most important muscles in table tennis? So leave a comment as always, let us know your thoughts, and um, you can hear our thoughts tomorrow. All right, moving on to the questions, um, Alois. The first one is from Pascale, who says, Hi, Alois. On my attacking forehand tossing strokes, is it okay when I get to my finished position to open the angle of my bat while getting it to it, or should it stay the same angle? Yeah, Pasquale, I really think you should try to keep the angle the same all the way through. So I think what you're talking about is as you get to the end of your stroke to open it up a little bit that way. Um, I don't think there's any need for it. Um, I think it's important just to keep the stroke as consistent as and as simple as you possibly can. If you're changing the angle of your racket on the way through too much, um, you're going to just make it a little bit more difficult for yourself. So. Um, try to keep that angle the same. Sometimes it won't feel right, but if you keep that consistent, you'll find that your stroke will be a little bit more consistent and a little bit easier to learn. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It is does seem easier to learn to me too, I think, because it's easy to get from the start position to the finish position if you keep that angle the same. If you start moving the angle, you can start twisting your arm a bit and messing up the stroke. So, yeah, for me, Alice, I think it does seem much easier to, to learn to get from the start position to the finish position if you're keeping it similar. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and it just it just leads to less errors. So your bat is at the, at the right angle all the way through um, and uh, you, you've got a consistent stroke. If you're changing it on the way through, if you hit it here, 
ball's going to fly off. You hit it when the angle's there. You're going to hit the ball into the net. Um, so yeah, keep, try to keep it simple and consistent. Okay, there you go, Pascal. So keep it the same. It'll make your stroke easier to learn, more consistent. It's just better all round. All right. Uh, Nick has asked Alois what serve he should use, and he is an attacking player. Yeah. So um, firstly, it's it's really up to you what type of serve you use. Find the serve that you find uh, that you're comfortable with. The next thing is. Once you find that serve, then you need to start to develop a few variations. So if you're an attacking player, what you're trying to do is to get them to put the ball back to you long um, and um, high if possible. So, so you need to find combinations of um, serves that are going to set that up for you. So for example, um, if you can serve the ball uh, with backspin, it's going to be harder for them to attack you um, so that it um, so that you can get the the first attack in. Um, also, you can with some variation of backspin and no spin. So when you do the no spin serve, they're going to tend to put the ball up a little bit higher. So it might not be every serve that they give you a simple ball back, but it's a matter of um, developing a combination of serves that will create some opportunities for you during the during the match. So um, yeah, just. Variation, um, think about serving uh, short most of the time uh, and try to get them to push the ball long to you or uh, high to you so that you can make that attacking stroke. Okay, yeah, good advice, Alice. A lot of people I talk to sort of, when they ask about this type of question, they want to know like a specific serve and then, you know, first I do this serve and second I do that serve, but it never really works out like that in a match, does it? No, it's um, it, it depends on your your particular opponent and you know and that particular serve at that particular time. What is going through your opponent's head? So if you've done some three or four really heavy backspin serves, that's the time to throw in an, a less no spin serve um, because they're trying to compensate for the backspin. Um, it, so it's yeah, it really does depend on how your opponent is coping with each serve that you do, and then think about what's going to go next. That's right. All right. So Nick, yeah, pick a serve that you like, whether it's the backhand serve or the tomahawk serve or the pendulum serve. Doesn't really matter. Just pick one that you enjoy doing. Work on it a lot, and then just work on different variations uh, during the matches and try and figure out what your opponent likes the least. All right, so hopefully that helps you out, Nick. All right, the next question is from Dieter, who says, I have been training for a long time on a pendulum serve. The results are converging to an 80% success rate, about 15% into the net and 5% do a single bounce. So how do we improve the numbers and restore confidence so I can use the same serve in matches? Yeah, so Dita, um, unfortunately, the, the the first thing is more practice. Um, it's it's uh, good to be able to do that that pendulum serve to start off with. Eighty percent is a pretty good success rate, but to get it to a hundred percent, it does just take a lot more uh, time out on the table. So if the ball is going into the net, it's usually because you're hitting the ball either from too low or your first bounce is too close to the net. 
So if you're hitting the ball a little from a little bit higher and down closer to you on your side, the ball is going to have more bounce and more time to clear the net. If the ball's only bouncing once on the other side, then um, you might be hitting the ball a little bit too too fast or a little bit too flat. Um, so it's it's just combinations of those little things to to try to get that serve to be short a hundred percent of the time, and it is a lot to do with. Um, practice. Now, Dieter, in your extended question, you also talked about your first bounce a lot of the time was um, a slower uh, contact close to the net a lot of the time. So that's okay to learn how to generate some spin on the ball, uh, but for an actual practical serve, it's then better to be able to get that brushing contact but hitting the ball down closer to you on your side. So it's just a, it's just another progression of your serving. Um, work hard now on maintaining that same brushing contact on the ball, but getting the, the bounce closer to you on your side. Yeah, because I guess if you do that slower one that bounces near the net, the ball goes slower and gives your opponent a bit more time to react, whereas if you get it close to you and then it just comes down over the net, it can still be short, but it's almost a faster serve, leaving them yeah. less time to react. Is that is that sound right? Yeah, it is. And and the ball's hitting their racket a little bit faster, which means that it's bouncing off quicker. If if it's um, hitting their racket slower, the, the effect of the spin isn't as much. But having said that, I really think that throwing in some slower serves can really work for you as well. So... A lot of players like that ball coming coming onto the racket a little bit faster. They they um, are used to playing that faster serve. Sometimes the slower serve means that they then have to generate the speed themselves, and they, and a lot of players can't do that. Um, this is especially true with a lot of players now using the um, the tomahawk serve. Use that serve um, as a as a slower serve, and that because it's not generating speed, it then forces your opponent to try to generate the speed themselves and, and sometimes they can't do that. So so the slower serve is a good variation but definitely as a consistent serve, go with the, um, the little bit faster serve, get the ball bout to bounce close to you on your side of the table as well. Okay, good tip. So I mean really it sounds like the best thing is just to keep on practicing until you've got the confidence to do different types of serves and different types of spins so, um, yeah, Dita, good luck. Um, you're going well getting up to the 80% success rate, and good luck with the next journey to get to 100%. All right, uh, next question is from Shinjini, who says, I'm an attacking player and rely a lot on speedy topspin shots. I was playing with a spare old bat, but I've recently got a new bat which is much lighter, and while it's easier to control the spin shots, when I try to generate any speed of my own, it flies off. What can I do? Yeah, so it's um, it's usually uh, a result of getting a faster bat. So um, it, you will adjust to it, uh, Shinjini. It, it's a matter of just doing a lot of controlled hitting to start off with. So think about uh, when you're doing your practice, do some really consistent hitting, just getting the ball on the table nice and slowly. Work hard at, at seeing how many balls you can put on the table that will start to develop your control and your feel for um, the speed of your, your new bat. Um, it won't take long, it only takes a week or so, um, and you'll be, you'll be pretty well into it, and you'll, you won't even know the difference. But um, yeah, it does take a bit of 
Um, just consistent practice to start with. Don't try and do too much of fast hitting um, and just work on that consistency. But it's it's definitely a, a good move, you know, stepping up uh, with, uh, with your rackets. Excellent. All right. We'll keep on practicing some consistent stuff and hopefully you'll get that bat under control in no time. Well, that wraps up another show, episode 60. Who would have thought we would have got to episode 60 so quickly, but we have. I hope you're enjoying the show. Make sure you check out pingskills.com, sign up for our free newsletter, and at pingskills.com you can find all the past shows. Just click on the blog link and you'll find all of them there. Thanks again, and thank you, Alloys. Thanks, Jeff, and uh, have a great day, Pingskillers. All right, see you all. Back to the uh